you. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, we had just a wonderful day yesterday. It was Media Day for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. It's about a month away now. Walter Grain Farm in Jefferson County is going to be your host. We got a little sneak peek preview on some of the big events that they have planned for that show. I'm going to share some comments and uh, conversations with you from the farm families that are going to be acting as hosts. That's coming up after 5.30. Now, weather-wise for today, (laughs) it's going to start getting warm. Wednesday's high, 84 degrees. Tomorrow, 30% chance of showers and 86. Friday, we're up to 88. And both Saturday and Sunday, projected high temperatures, 90 degrees. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has more weather details coming up uh, before 5.30. And also, uh, quite a few folks in Wisconsin trying their hand at hemp production. How difficult is it to grow the plant? We're talking with uh, Carl Dooley. He's a Buffalo County University Extension Ag Agent working on some hemp plots. We'll get some thoughts from him after 5.30. You know, a building is just that, a building, but what happens inside can be magic, and that's what's happening at the UW School of Veterinary Medicine on the UW-Madison campus. Tyler Mack is a Pennsylvania native that chose the UW School of Veterinary Medicine for the relationships he could forge with those professors. You kind of get the opportunity at the University of Wisconsin to really, like, pick the minds of all these brilliant people. For me, for example, when I would go on externships during the summers or go to places and I would see different things, I could bring back what I saw and talk to them about that, get their opinions on the matter. As some of the professors used to say, these are tools for your toolbox. Tyler Mack is now a graduate of the UW School of Veterinary Medicine and has decided to practice in Wisconsin. But the school needs more space for incoming freshmen. Find out about their expansion project, how you can write a letter, send an email, or pick up the phone in support of the UW School of Veterinary Medicine online. Animals need heroes to too.com. June is Dairy Month here in Wisconsin, and that means a lot of things for some people. It means it's the traditional wedding month, too. You mix the two together, and what do you get? <laughs> He's in your wedding cake. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. Pam, what's going on with making cheese and wedding cakes all together there? (laughs) I don't know when the last time is you checked your Pinterest page, uh, Scott, but apparently this is the new rage for those brides that are trying to get themselves planned for a big reception. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I'll tell you what, folks, I had no idea. I know that we love our Wisconsin cheese, but this one caught me by surprise. Josh Scramlin joins us this morning with some details on how America's Dairyland is all of a sudden finding a new market for our Wisconsin cheese, putting a spin on your traditional wedding cake. Josh? We are in the final week of June, which means that we are rounding the corner on National Dairy Month, and we are heading towards peak wedding season. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. And if you've ever been to a wedding, you know that there's a few things that are givens. You're probably going to hear this music. You're probably going to see your uncle drink a little too much, 
and then bust some moves for everybody on the dance floor. And then the moment that everyone has been waiting for, you finally get a piece of that delicious wedding cake that you have been eyeing down all night long. Now, for the most part, a wedding cake is going to be a very basic flavor, such as chocolate or vanilla. But there is a trend starting in Wisconsin that just cuts out your basic pastry entirely and replaces it with a wedding cake made of cheese. Now, when I first heard this, I thought that it sounded absolutely absurd. I love cheese, but I don't know if I wanted a wedding cake made of it. But then I went and spoke to... Shannon Berry and the Cheesemonger. That's right. That is her official title. She is a cheesemonger, and Shannon is in charge of wedding services at Fromagination in downtown Madison. I've been making wedding cakes out of cheese now for probably two and a half years. Is there a certain type of cheese that makes for a better wedding cake, or is that completely up to the couple, or do you decide... That is absolutely up to the couple. We have so many wheels of cheese here that I can basically create a custom kick of cheese for anyone who comes in. I'm fascinated by this. So, like, how many tiers are there? Is it normally two or three tiers, or can you go really, really tall? And then what types of cheese do you see most commonly used? Sure. Well, you can do three to five usually looks the best. We really try to make it look like a classic wedding cake. And so think about it like that. And the, the, there are certain wheels that tend to be more popular than others, and that's really the look of the rind. For example, there's this one cheese from Chris Raleigh, the Dunbarton Blue, and it has this lovely kind of birch-like rind, so that's really beautiful, very classic. Um, and then obviously Breeze, people really love Breeze. Um, but we really, we do focus here in, at Formagination on our local artisans and our local relationships. And so, and oftentimes cakes of cheese are Wisconsin-based. People want to represent Wisconsin. And so a lot of times the cake of cheese are maybe Brenda Jensen's cheap milk cheese, or we have LeClaire Farms does some lovely cheeses, right? Or Roth has tons of cheeses that work very well. And so I try to, I definitely try to utilize those relationships when I make cakes. And this is a big thing that we've been seeing on Pinterest. They're very aesthetically pleasing. Looking at the cheesecakes, they are really, really cool looking. How many cakes have you yourself made or have the shop made? I guess what I'm asking is, like, is it becoming an increasingly popular thing? Yes, I think so. I think my first, so this is my third summer, third wedding season, I guess I should say, doing cakes of cheese. The first, we maybe did 8 to 10, the second, maybe 10 to 15, and now we're about like 15 to 20. So it does seem to be increasing. And we can, we can really make it look beautiful. Cheeses have such beautiful natural rinds often, you know, um, so you do get this really aesthetic look and a very natural look. I think what I see on Pinterest too is there's this trend of these kind of outdoor weddings, these like natural textures. So cheese has that. And so it totally fits in with that with that trend. Could you walk me through the process of making a wedding cake of cheese? Absolutely. First, I'll have the bride and groom and whoever else they want come in for a consultation. What that means is they get a taste starting off 15 to 20 different cheeses. I choose um, all different tiers, all different styles, all different colors, and we go from there. They get a taste, tell me what they like to eat, and then again we'll, we'll kind of get a visual down of what those... Um, wheels tier like what they look like and then move from there how comparable is the cost of a cake of cheese to a baked cake because obviously weddings are very very expensive and regular cakes themselves are very expensive so how would the cost of these be i'm gonna say it's comparable um each wheel of cheese we do weigh out um a wheel of cheese can be i mean a bottom tier can be 12 pounds sometimes um, and then a little topper can be um, four ounces. And so it really depends on how big the, the wheels are, how much that cake weighs. 
What type of decorations do you put on it? Because with a traditional cake, you can do all sorts of frosting, and you can put the little bride and groom on top of it. With a cake of cheese, what can you do? You can do almost all those things. Uh, I do like to put ribbon, um, and then uh, I do like to add flowers. I think flowers really make a nice, a nice, uh, add a nice touch. And we do have toppers. Oftentimes, the topper that the bride, bride and groom cut is a brie or soft cheese, and so a, a topper, just like a, a bride and groom on a regular cake, can go right in, stick right in. So it works out just fine. And then when you're cutting this cake, are you cutting it like slices of regular cake, or are they smaller? Usually, when people cut down the cake of cheese, they'll cut it down onto a cheese board. So it kind of turns from cake of cheese to cheese board, and we have their caterer do that. Or we have a cheesemonger experience here where I can come work your wedding and actually talk with people about cheese, cut the cheese down, make it look beautiful. I've done that uh, numerous times now. Do you notice that it's a lot of people in Wisconsin that are buying cakes from you, or are people in other states or other countries buying these cakes, and, and do you ship them to these people? Most of the cakes come from the state of Wisconsin. People from Wisconsin who want to represent the state of Wisconsin. We do ship them nationwide um, to other states, but usually the bride, one, either the bride or the groom are from Wisconsin. So it is definitely a Wisconsin thing, um, which is actually kind of cool because I'm from Wisconsin. So I like that. And then our connection again with like Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, who does a lot of marketing, that help, they help us out a lot. What's the furthest that you've shipped a cake so far? <laughs> um, Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fun. We, we technically we had to we had to ship it to Florida, and then they picked it up and took it to Puerto Rico. But we can ship to Puerto Rico now, though. And then, what's the process of keeping these cakes refrigerated so that when it does make it to Puerto Rico, you yeah. can serve it? Luckily, lots of these cakes are big, full wheels, and cheese cheese can basically age until you cut it, and then the face, right, where you cut is the issue. That's where mold can grow. That's where it can dry out. And so sometimes these wheels don't have to be refrigerated, but if they do, we'll speak to the, the caterer themselves. So we literally um, talked to the hotel in Puerto Rico and told them what to do to like keep the cheese basically in the fridge until the day of and then pull certain ones out at certain times so that they're easier to cut and others later on so we try to really do our best to work with whoever we can to get those details kind of hammered out some people would call this a trend do you think this is a trend or do you think that cakes of cheese for weddings are something that are here to stay I definitely hope they're here to stay. I think we're going to see less and less traditional weddings where, uh, with cake and things like that. So I do think we're going to see more, more cakes of cheese and more other kind of funky trends. What I find is that often people will get cupcakes or something sweet on the side with cheese because of the guest experience, because of the guest expectation that after dinner they want something sweet. Um, however, we do have sweet cheeses, uh, but most of the time it's like that. It's like cake of cheese that's broken down on cheese boards and then maybe mini cupcakes on the side. That seems to be the, what the bride and groom do. I, for one, love alcohol. I know a lot of people do. Um, when I'm at a wedding, you know, it's all about the cash bar. Are there, like, do you guys do wine pairings, or do you know how bride and grooms handle wine pairings with all this cheese that they have at their reception? I have done wine pairings, but usually that's during the cocktail hour. So there's usually two ways that people get a cake of cheese. They do have it during the cocktail hour, like right after the service, before dinner, or they have it uh, for dessert. And usually during the cocktail hour, they'll have a lot of 
beer or wine or um, spirits, things like that. And I have done wine pairings with the cheeses with uh, couples. I had so many questions about this, but unfortunately, so little time. First and foremost, thank you to Shannon and all the folks at Fromagination that made this possible. And on our Facebook page right now, there is actually a video of Shannon assembling a cake of cheese for me in the store. So if you'd like to see that, go ahead and like the Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. Reporting from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. We've always had villains to face. Bad guys to take down. But you. You are the most horrible of all. Just because you're tough, it doesn't mean we can't beat you. We're here because we've had enough of you. We all have the power to do something. To change something. To stand up to cancer. Every single one of us is mortal. Even me. Even me. One person is not a team. But when we join together... You don't stand a chance. But inside, we are all heroes. We are resilient. We are powerful. And we will win. Marvel Studios' Avengers Endgame, MasterCard, and Stand Up to Cancer are joining together today to help take down one of the biggest villains of all. Cancer. Join us now at standuptocancer.org slash MasterCard. Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go? Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. A lady who knows overalls are fashionable every season. The fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke. All righty, here we go now. Uh, what time is it? 5.18 already on a beautiful start to a Wednesday morning. I only hope it's going to stay that way. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, the temperatures that we're looking at for later this week going to make for a little bit of ugly as far as Yankees concerned. Something the cats spit out by the time those 90s move around. Thank goodness it was a beautiful day yesterday in Jefferson County. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype for a weather update. Yeah, the weather was beautiful yesterday for the media day at the Jefferson County location, Walter's Grain Farms. Uh, I only can hope that it's going to be that way in about a month. July 23rd through the 25th is the uh, date for the big show. Uh, I'm glad it was yesterday and not Friday or Saturday. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, come on. Don't you want to be up there in the upper 80s or almost 90 like it'll be at Lacrosse? Oh, about Saturday and humid. And oh, think of the fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just uh, I love the look of that too on Yankee. I turn into a chia pet with my hair. And well, we've come to the consensus that uh, Reba. Josh, myself, in the farm department, we are all particularly sweaty people, and it doesn't have to be that hot outside. So, yeah, keep the 90s at bay. Today looks like it's going to be pretty nice, so even a little bit warmer. Oh, yeah, not a bad day at all. There'll be sunshine to enjoy and temperatures that are going to be, oh, about the normal. We haven't talked about that lately. 81, the normal high at Madison. 83 at La Crosse. Everybody else falling right in that range. I expect that's where we'll be. In the low 80s, and it comes with sunshine and a very fine day. Now, a weak cool front has dropped through the state, pulling away from far southeast Wisconsin, 
So that gives us a little break from some humidity and gives us a break from any talk of precipitation. There are some showers out in eastern South Dakota and Nebraska, down towards southeast Iowa as well this morning. That activity will all stay further east and so- or further west and south, not going to be pushing right on into the state. But we'll watch this cool front that's dropped on through. It will be pulled back north as a warm front, and that starts already late tonight into tomorrow. And with that warm front building in and that next low going to build up from the south, it looks like that next low itself may actually pass up towards southern Minnesota and head toward northeast Wisconsin by the end of the week. That's going to mean more rain and that chance developing later tonight, lasting into Thursday and Friday. All the maps I've looked at now kind of indicate from late tonight through Friday, maybe up toward a quarter or half inch of rain, maybe about all that we see in that entire period. But, of course, a thunderstorm could mean more localized, heavier rains. You know, where your neighbor gets about an inch and you get a tenth of an inch. That's how this could work, as it'll be that scattered on or off shower chance starting late tonight, just taking us toward the weekend with that warm air settling in. I'll check that forecast right after this. We're on mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Outdoor traditions like hunting, fishing, trapping, and wildlife watching are an important part of Wisconsin. Access to public land makes it easier for us to enjoy these activities. Own more than 40 acres and want to keep these traditions alive? Then earn money through the DNR's Voluntary Public Access Program. Learn more. Search Share the Land at dnr.wi.gov. Funding provided by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, NRCS. Share the land and keep traditions alive. There's generations of farm pride at Walter Grain Farms in Johnson Creek. And the Walter family wants to invite you to Wisconsin Farm Technology Days happening July 23rd through the 25th. On July 24th, there's extended show hours until 7 p.m. for a block party featuring Charlie Barron's from the Manitowoc Minute. The event's complete with food and beverages for a taste of Jefferson County. And if you want more Farm Tech Days info, head to wifarmtechnologydays.com slash jefferson. Wisconsin Farm Tech Days is sponsored in part by John Deere. All righty, Stu, go ahead. How about some more weather details for today and slowly lead us towards that hot, muggy weekend? Well, tighten up your shoes. It's going to be very fine today, mostly sunny and a nice day, low 80s everywhere with west winds about 5. Should be a great day, a great growing day for our crops. Overnight, though, partly cloudy, even more clouds toward La Crosse and Boston, and that chance of a scattered shower or thunderstorm popping up late in the night. We hold in the upper 60s with the southwest winds at 5. Tomorrow, more clouds, scattered showers, possibly some thunderstorms early in the day again, later in the day. In the low to mid 80s for highs, the south winds at 5 to 10. That scattered shower thunderstorm chance lingers around right into Friday. Mostly cloudy Friday with the rain chance and about 85 or so on Friday. A little warmer at La Crosse, Pam. And by the weekend, mid and upper 80s, I see a 90 or two around La Crosse and Boston Saturday, Sunday. It's going to have that real summer feel, and the, the humidity will match it. Yeah. All right. Well, we know, so we can start preparing. Thanks, Stu. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one.
Stumach, our ag meteorologist, with those weather details. Let's take a look at current conditions at 524. Lacrosse, you've got clear skies. You're at 61. Mauston, you're clear, also at 61. Fond du Lac, clear skies, 63. Oshkosh, clear and 63. Madison at the airport, checking in with clear skies and 64 degrees. Well, you heard uh, the commercial Wisconsin Farm Technology Days now front and center as far as uh, activities are concerned. It's a month away, July 23rd through the 25th at the Walters Grain Farm in Jefferson County. After 5.30, we were over there yesterday to get a sneak peek with Media Day. I'm going to be chatting with Laverne Georgeson, who is on the executive committee, the Jefferson County Ag Agent, about how they're really concentrating a lot of energy to draw people that only drive past farms. They they maybe Google something, but if you really want to learn what a farm looks like, the technology it's using, they're trying to appeal to you this year. We'll talk more about that after 5.30. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Silver and gold shining forever. Diamonds and other exotic gemstones, some mined right here in the United States. Great prices, a helpful staff. Where can you find all of this? I'm telling you, Goodman's Jewelers. They've been in business for 85 years because they know how to treat their customers right. They've been a part of a lot of love stories in those 85 years, from engagement rings to wedding bands to necklaces, brooches. They even have officially licensed NCAA Bucky Badger. UW Jewelry. And if you've got a graduate who's maybe heading to UW, you may want to stop by Goodman's Jewelers to pick up that perfect gift. And they've got a gift for every occasion and someone to guide you along the way. Back in the day when I used to hear jewelry store, I thought there's nothing in there that I can afford. Stop in and talk to John and his staff and find out just how wrong we are. They've got some beautiful pieces at all price points. Their website, goodmansjewelers.com. Their location, 220 State Street. Same spot for those 85 years. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Mmm, need to get some rest. This is the worst headache ever. Mmm, right arm's all tingly all of a sudden. Must have slept on it last night. I keep losing my balance. These old bones need some exercise. Granddaddy, what you just said doesn't even make sense. It sounds like gibberish. Sounds like these could be more than what they seem. They could be a sign of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Sudden trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. 
You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need new windows. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 Years in 80 Minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. With the huge swing in temperatures from below zero to the upper 90s, Ganser Company has the only window made for Wisconsin climate. Infinity Windows from Marvin offer a lifetime warranty. Bring on the ice, wind, and the heat. Infinity Windows don't warp, crack, or fade like vinyl windows. Call today, 608-222-1243. Or stop into our showroom and see the Infinity Window Experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. We're heading into the season of weddings, class reunions, and other big events. Is your skin ready? A skincare minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Whether your special day is next year or next week, we can help you feel confident and beautiful in your skin. Treatments such as laser and light therapy can tighten skin and remove age spots. With years of sun damage, it can take a series of treatments to get the best results. Other procedures such as Botox and dermal fillers can soften wrinkles and relax frown lines. If your event is fast approaching, don't lose hope. Medical grade skin products and peels can give your skin a little boost. Visit the experienced medical professionals at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie for natural, long-lasting confidence and beauty. Let your natural beauty shine through. RejuvenationClinicOfSaukPrairie.com Hey, Cody, let me ask you something. Did you cry last night when Giannis Ndokumbo gave a speech after getting the MVP? I shed a couple tears. Yeah, it was a tearjerker, that's for sure. Uh, it's tough not to because just you look at just the story of Giannis, how he came over here, you know, at his age, without his family, and then, you know, just the way he has worked to become the player that he's become. I mean, I don't think anybody expected Giannis to be this good. I don't know if the Bucks expected Giannis to be this good. When they drafted him, they were taking a straw poll, and they expected him to build into a pretty good player, but to be an MVP at just 24 years old mm-hmm. and the uh, type of superstar that he's become has just been an incredible journey to watch. Yeah, it's been unbelievable. And to that, I mean, what about John Horace getting executive of the year? Well, he deserves it. I, and we we talked about this too even a little bit ago. Like, I remember texting you, it's hard to say that John Horace may not be the best GM in Milwaukee. Even though you have David Stearns now in Milwaukee, even though Nelson put him on notice. I was just going to say, Cody, are you sure about that? Because he's on notice, so yeah. I don't know how good of a GM yep. Stearns really is. <laughs> but no, Horst, I mean, he, he did a terrific job uh, this season, shedding salary cap, you know, the trade for George Hill, who was huge in the playoffs, uh, turning Thon Maker into Nikola Miritich, even though he didn't show up in against Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals. But uh, he, he did a lot of great moves, getting Bledsoe to the – $70 million for your extension. We'll see what he can do with Middleton and, and Brogdon. But, yeah, Horst definitely deserving. And then Budenholzer, of course, uh, you know, guiding the Bucks to 
a 60-win season after they finished seventh in the East last Cody, year with yeah. pretty much the same core. It's crazy. Cody, when did you know Giannis was going to be MVP? For me, I, I went back and I found the date of when Giannis screamed, I'm the effing MVP. It was <laughs> February 6th against the uh, Washington Wizards. That's the moment where I knew. What was the moment for you? Yeah, we've known this a while. Like, uh, and I think it was the same one, too, as well, uh, when he screamed those words. And uh, Giannis, too, very humble, but he's a competitor on the court, and he's got that killer instinct that we saw with Michael Jordan, with Kobe Bryant, what we see with Russell Westbrook, and he's just that type of player that he knows how good he is, and he believes he can't be stopped. And I just wish, though, that uh, because this took forever. I mean, the NBA Finals are over. They're long gone, what, a week and a half ago? Yeah. Until we have to figure out who the MVP is. Why can't they still do this in the playoffs? where they can accept the award in front of their home crowd. Hey, I agree completely. And why can't Kareem Abdul-Jabbar learn how to say Giannis Adenokounmpo's name correctly? Did you hear that? I think I think the Bucs should just get rid of Kareem. Like he, he like, I, I feel like he just craps on the box. He does. And he's he always been that way. He's yeah. the one that wanted out of Milwaukee. He's the one that didn't want to play in Milwaukee. And now all of a sudden he's coming back and trying to support the Bucs. And he can't even get Giannis's name right. I mean, it's... Yeah, it, feel, it feels okay. bandwagon like, to yeah, it to, Cody. It totally yeah. feels bandwagon to me because when the Lakers were great, you see Kareem everywhere. Now the Lakers stink and the Bucks are good, and now we got him sitting courtside. Like, come on, get out of here. Where where were you when we stunk for fifteen years? Now you want to sit courtside because the Bucks are good again? Get lost. Exactly. And then I you agree. even had you even had um, Charles Barkley instead of Mike Budenholzer. It was like Mike Budenhotter. I was like, what? Are these guys <laughs> even like preparing? This is your job. I'll give Charles a pass. He's a knucklehead. Yeah, he's so. a knucklehead. Uh, visiting with our guy, Cody Grant. All right, so we have this question out here today, then, uh, Cody, and you cover both these teams extensively, so I'll ask you the question. Which MVP is more surprising to you, Yelich or Giannis? When you look at all the factors that go into it, the how the league is set up, how the teams are set up, at the end of the day, which one, if I would have told you two years ago one of these guys is going to win the MVP, which one of you would you have said no way? I would say Yelich, no way. Uh, I, like when they made that trade for him, I thought it was a good trade right off the bat. I liked Christian Yelich when he did in Miami. Uh, you look at the spray chart of the hits that he had uh, in that park down there to compare to Miller Park. You're like, all right, this guy's going to be pretty good for the Brewers. I like this trade. But I didn't expect the explosion uh, that Yelich really brought last year in the second half and now coming into this season. Like, you could make the argument, too, that you know Christian Yelich is on the level of a Giannis in his own sport, and I just didn't think that Yelich was going to be that good. Giannis, I think we started to see that he was going to be this good just two years ago. Uh, I love it, man. Uh, we got uh, Brewers and uh, and Mariners starting Ooh. tonight. Yeah, Another take Zach Davies guys. on the. Uh, make sure you sit down, though, Cody. I don't want to. I don't want to get yelled at. Oh. <laughs> no, no sit problem. down. I make sure. Sit I down. Make sure, I sit down. And I will yell at the people that stand up in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Quick question for you guys. Who wins more MVPs in his career, Yelich or Giannis? Ooh, good question. Um, I think about that. Cody, I just want to tell you, in case someone is in front of you today, thoughts and prayers. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 535 now on a Wednesday morning. We're all about Wisconsin Farm Technology Days this morning. The show is about a month away. Yesterday was Media Day, a sneak peek at some of the details they're planning over in Jefferson County. The Walters families are the host. Walter Grain Operation in Jefferson County, the town of Milford. We're going to tell you more about that in just a moment. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, 
Here's what's happening on a Wednesday. So on this day back in 1963, then U.S. President John F. Kennedy held his iconic speech, Ich bin ein Berliner. It was basically in support of the people of West Berlin. East Germany had put up the Berlin Wall two years earlier, stopped any immigration from east to west, and he, like President Reagan, wanted to see that wall come down. So that was what happened on this date back in 1963, and now you know. We want you to know more about what's coming up for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Like I said, we'll visit with some of the family members in just a moment, but... Laverne Georgeson, Jefferson County Agriculture Agent, and basically one of the real driving forces on the executive committee, spoke with me yesterday. They're in the home stretch now, and he says the momentum continues to build. I think we've got great momentum, and you know the, the tempo. You talked about that. I, I've looked at it kind of as details kind of percolating or bubbling up. There's a lot of those going on. Things are swirling a little bit in some respects, just because there's so many things that people have been talking about and planning for a long period of time and it's coming together and coming into focus really and um, so we got great people working in a lot of areas and really stepping up and uh, a lot of the details have been attended to and we just want to make sure that um, that that we aren't missing anything I think that's probably the thing that keeps me up at night is that we've forgotten something or we've lost sight. Hey how did the weather impact the conversation dynamics for the executive committee? Um, I mean, planning for this coming show, or um, it was, it was, um, you know, we we're we're doing the best we can. We the weather is the one thing we can't control, and I think we've got everything else in, under really good uh, control, and we've got great exercise by the people that are doing their jobs and, and executing the responsibility of their committees. But uh, the weather is the one thing we've talked about. I have resisted looking at the farmers' almanac. Um, I'm, I passed a few of them, and I thought, oh, I'll check and see what the 23rd, 24th, and 25th of July are looking like. And I'm going, no, I'm going to resist. I can't do anything about it, and, mm-hmm. and it depends on which almanac you check, I think. I'm not sure. sure right so. <laughs> now, tell me a little bit about the setup of Tent City. Uh, how, where is it? Is it on high ground in case that weather starts to be an issue? And then the field demonstrations. Uh, this is an all-grain farm, but we've got a lot of different crops that we're going to be demonstrating exactly, on. Exactly, we do. And we do have high ground, uh, the Walter family owns a tiling business and so that's heavily tiled um, we've got two there, there's two 25 inch drains on uh, this whole surrounding area and I suspect I haven't heard it that you could hear a sucking action if rain came so we expect it to be dry we're on one of the highest points of their property it, right here mm-hmm. in the property they own and control so we're in a good shape and there was consideration done with that as we began early on to taking a look at that and our field demos are uh, in close proximity here we've got um, we're going to have winter wheat combining and bale straw, uh, straw baling that uh, is going to be there. We've got forage harvesting, uh, the winrowing and, and the merging and all that's going to be uh, typical for Wisconsin Farm Technology Day's forage show. We've got drain tiling demonstrations. Again, uh, that's something that Mike really wanted to feature because it's important. We've got a lot of people doing upland hills and all kinds of, with the rain in the last four or five years is making a big difference. We've got... Uh, uh, we'll have some tillage, which has not happened for a while. And Brian Lucht, uh, biological systems engineer at Mad- UW-Madison, um, is excited. And he said we're offering things that haven't been offered in quite a few years and maybe some that have never been done before. So we, we tried to draw that balance. We know we didn't. We had looked at a couple of neighboring farms. But there was a little bit of logistics of getting people to those. And with the dairy economy, they were a little cautious about exposing themselves and those types of things. So we thought, okay, we're going to focus here. We're going to expand our field demonstrations. 
so that people have something to come and look at. Our tent city is really well organized. We've got a lot of excellent activities in the equine, and the, there'll be some beef cattle displays, and there'll be different uh, events happening associated with livestock handling in the equine area as well, so low-stress livestock handling, and some of the clinicians coming in will be doing that. John Deere is going to be rolling out a new product, and they've asked for some additional space in the uh, uh, ride and drive areas on the, on the boundaries. So we've got that going on, and uh, so we, we think we've got a really comprehensive show. Our late hours are going to be pretty exciting to be able to try to do that and some of the features we've got associated with that as well. Laverne Georgeson, take a breath there, my friend. He is on the executive committee for Jefferson County, all pumped up, ready to go. Wisconsin Farm Technology Days at the Walter Green Operation in the town of Milford, July 23rd through the 25th. You'll hear a whole lot more about the show, the families, the special events and features over the course of the next couple of weeks. It's coming up on 541. We'll take a quick break, a look at the markets, and then a conversation with one of the family members that's helping to host the show. That's before 6. Keeping Wisconsin strong. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Boy, oh boy, things in this world can change so fast, can't they? Sometimes it's nice when things don't change. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for McFarland's in the heart of Sauk City, 780 Carolina Street. Hey, now don't get me wrong. Plenty has changed at McFarland's. I mean, just step into that beautiful facility all under one roof. A great shopping environment. What I'm talking about are the elements that are important to me that don't change at McFarland's. The staff dedication, the quality service, and the quality products. Don't forget. For my farm folks, they're busy right now. They're under a lot of stress trying to get things done in the field and on the farm. Remember, if you're looking for newer used equipment, parts and service, start at McFarland's. They're your Agco, Fent, H&S, Kubota, Massey Ferguson dealers, and they'll help you get through these trying times. That's the kind of service, staff, and quality I'm glad hasn't changed in the 100 years McFarland's has been doing business. McFarland's in the heart of Sauk City, 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12. 542 on the clock. Our markets are trading lower in overnight activity pretty much across the board. December corn right now down three and a quarter cents at 454 and a quarter. November beans are down a nickel, 921 and a half. The wheat for July, that's also down three and a quarter cents currently, 532 and a half. Not a lot to talk about in the dairy trade yesterday. Barrel cheese remained unchanged, 172. 40 pound block cheese up a half at 184 and a half. Double A butter, that finished penny and a half higher at 241 one and three quarters. As far as fluid milk is concerned, July settled four cents lower at 1704 a hundredweight. August is at 1744. September milk's at 1768 a hundredweight from yesterday's activity. Speaking of activity, we're getting more of a vibe out in Washington, D.C. that we may be inching closer to ratification of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Dave Salmonson with the American Farm Bureau Federation is keeping an eye on not just what's happening in the United States, but what's happening in Canada and Mexico. Of course, Mexico ratified the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement overwhelmingly, and Salmonson says that's a good sign. It's a good sign to our Congress that 
that it can get done. Mexico wants this to get done, and they're willing to do some hard things. Changing their labor laws is a big reform for them. There is opposition to that, but they went ahead and they're doing it. So I think that's a sign that USMCA, that's something that the U.S. needs to get done. Dave Salmonson with the American Farm Bureau Federation. So Mexico, very quick to take action, overwhelming support of ratifying the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Our neighbors to the north, though, he says, are taking just a little bit longer. It's not really a question with them of passing. It's more of a question of when they're going to pass it. And I think as they see the U.S. making progress, they would probably want to move it through their parliament around the same time that the U.S. would move it through. But again, very positive sign with Canada that they are ready to go. So there you have it. Canada also in route to hopefully ratifying the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Salmonson says U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer is negotiating with House Democrats even as we speak on some of the things that they want to see changed in the agreement. The Democrats focused in on labor, the environment, and enforcement on drug pricing. So we will wait and see what happens there. Well, I know what's going to happen July 23rd through the 25th. I'm going to be over in Jefferson County because they've got a fantastic show lined up for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days 2019. Details with the family next. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. So you think Wisconsin weather has been a little challenging? What's that you say? That's an understatement? I hear you. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee here from my friends at Zimbrick Chevrolet Main Street, Sun Prairie. You know what they were telling me, though, is that your vehicle can actually do a lot to protect you and your family. Features like the safety alert seat. Your seat will literally vibrate when it detects a possible collision or a hazard. Then there's the lane keep assist so you don't drive out of your lane. Side blind zone alert, heads up display, so many different components in today's vehicles that help to keep you and your family safe, regardless of the weather. Why don't you check it out? Head on over to Zimbrick Chevrolet Main Street, Sun Prairie. Tell them the farm babe sent you and take a look at all these new safety features that come along for the ride when you and your family are headed out to work, to school, or on the family vacation. Look in that back seat. Aren't they worth it? Zimbrick Chevrolet. Main Street, Sun Prairie. Tell them the farm babe sent you. Hi, I'm Diane Lazinski. I have a beautiful gold band with five diamonds in it that my husband got me when we were married 10 years ago. And I was at a Brewers game, jumping up and down, screaming, clapping, go, go, go. For some reason, I went to put my hand in my pocket and something caught. I looked down and one of the diamonds is gone. Cannot find this diamond. That's about when I started to panic. Just about then, uh, I hear this, hey, what are you looking for? There's a guy in the next section, and I held up my hand, and I said, I lost my diamond. He says, oh, no. And then he says, if you got it at Kessler's, you're covered. I looked at my husband, and we both said, well, we did. And the guy says, they'll replace it. Thank you to Kessler's, who was able to replace the diamond in my beautiful wedding band. I can't say enough about him, because I get so many compliments on this ring. And I always tell them, we got it at Kessler's. Visit Kessler'sDiamonds.com to find the location nearest you and to read what customers are saying about Kessler's. She knows which came first, the chicken or the egg. This is exciting news to me. It's time for the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Boy, we had a beautiful day yesterday in Jefferson County. That's the host county for the state's largest outdoor agriculture event, Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. It's now about a month away, July 23rd through the 27th, in the town of Milford. The Walters Grain Farm is located. And boy, I'll tell you... 
The Walters family rolled out the red carpet yesterday during Media Day. Now, let me tell you, there are multiple family members involved in this operation. You've got Mike and Sarah Walter. You've got Brad and Christy Walter and their four kids. Then you've got Heather and Adam Walter and their three kids, all of them part of the day-to-day operations for Walter's Grain. And let's not forget Mom. We've got Grandma Beverly, who was also there at Media Days yesterday. You'll hear more from her in the next couple of weeks. I got a chance to visit with Brad and Christy Walter for just a moment. You know, this farm hosted Wisconsin Farm Technology Days back in 1984. I asked him what the response was when they decided to step up and host it yet again in 2019. The conversation was a surprise. So it was, we're all excited to be a part of it now and do it as a family together and bring the community in and show them what we have here. Sure. Tell me a little bit about the farm, the size, the scope, what you guys are, are concentrated on. Uh, our farm is all a cash crop operation. We have corn and soybeans and some winter wheat. And then uh, me and my dad and my brother do the uh, run the fieldwork aspect of it, and our wives do the paperwork aspect. Sure, sure. How difficult was it to try to figure out where Tent City was going to be, field demonstrations? I mean, it's not been exactly ideal weather. Right. Uh, luckily, we've had good committee members that can help us lay out where Tent City would be best and uh, wherever they wanted alfalfa planted, we took care of it, and we're just we're working together with a bunch of good people. Okay, yeah, because obviously it's not necessarily a high priority crop for you guys. You're working with some of the area dairies, then. Yes, we are working with a lot of our neighbors because we don't have any animals, so they're buying the alfalfa from us and helping us out in that aspect. Excellent. So what are you learning as you go along here? Were you at last year's Farm Technology Days or previous? Have you been getting a little bit of a feel for the volume of humanity coming your way? I've been to a couple of shows, and I was was at last year's show every day. But as far as putting one on yourself and all the behind the scenes, there's a lot more to it than you can ever think of. Yeah, yeah. What has struck you or impressed you most like you said it's a whole lot of volunteerism that you're finding out about your community but what else has kind of struck you as you go through this yeah i think what surprises me the most is how i mean i know the farming community is always tight and works together but the way people will come together to put something on like this to educate everybody is amazing now if you get a chance what do you hope people recognize or walk away with when they're done at the Jefferson County show? Uh, We're just trying to show everybody what agriculture is about and how it contributes to pretty much everybody's day-to-day meals and uh, other products that are created from it and just trying to educate them on what farming is really about. This county's got a lot of diversity with that very message in mind. Yes. Yeah, we're the between the grains and animals and poultry. There's a lot of stuff in Jefferson County. Yeah, super excellent. And where will where where will you be hiding during the show? That generally seems to be one thing that people try. <laughs> I'll be on the main stage at the opening ceremony. Otherwise, I could be anywhere on the grounds. Uh huh. And uh, how are you going to manage things? They're going to turn to you when it comes to when semis start pulling in and things start happening. Are you ready for that? You got your radio already on your hip. 
Oh yeah, we got our grounds crew set up. I'm working with them, and we're, we'll try and keep it organized the best we can. <laughs> well, we'll keep our fingers crossed for good weather. Again, that's Brad Walters. He's one of the family members that's helping out here. Now, Kristen is another one that's brought in by virtue of. Tell me a little bit. We were watching some of the videos on uh, your kids. You and Brad have some young kids that seem pretty excited about this. Yep, we have four small children, um, ages nine to five, and they are loving the idea of farm tech days but they don't really have a clue what they're in for <laughs> tell me about the family the dynamics or the breakout of the family Kristen that's helping to make the Walters family farm come together today um, well we have the three families um, well, we're all family together, but we have the mom and dad and then two sons that are working together. And then the, between us, we have seven children um, that are going to be part of our farm family here on, on Walter Grain Farms. And they all are looking forward to showing people around and showing them what to do and um, being part of the activity and learning themselves about agriculture because they so far just know mostly about grain. Right. Yeah. Let me ask you, this is not something that just suddenly popped up. I mean, maybe in some people's minds, but you guys have been working for this over the past couple of years. What are some of the questions that you get from your neighbors, from people in town? What has that interaction been like when they find out about what's coming and where it's at? Um, a lot of the times I just get asked, are you ready? And I am. I'm ready and I'm excited. And they ask, what is it going to bring to Jefferson County? And I always tell them a whole mess of people. And I want people to come to Jefferson County and learn why this is such a special place, why it's a unique place, why you should keep coming here and come back and bring your families. Um, so mostly they just want to know, are we ready? I think there's a lot of people that are going to be surprised how much emphasis is on helping people just understand what a farm looks like today. Do you catch that when you're visiting with folks? Yes. Um, I myself am not from a farm. I was born and raised in the city, and I married into a farm family. And so I get a lot of people asking a lot of the same questions that I asked when I first started um, dating my husband, Brad. And they want to, they have no idea what really goes into a farm. A lot of people think you plant the crop, you harvest the crop, and you're done. And there's so much more into that. I can't speak on animals because we don't have any, but there's so much more work that goes into um, creating food for the world. And it's not just about those adults. We've got busloads of kids that are going to come in and want that same kind of channeled information. Correct. And I think it's important for our youth to know um, all about farming. And farming is not just cows. It's not just pigs. It's not just horses. It's not just crops. There's so many areas for kids to go into. And farmers are needed in this world. Mm -hmm. So when you get all said and done, is there a, a vacation in the future? This show usually ends up happening, and then all of a sudden something has to happen on the farm. Crops got to get harvested, or it, something's got to happen. In August, we are taking a seven-day <laughs> vacation to a lake, so yes. Yes. we are excited. No phones, no radios, just right. silence. Correct. Yes. Just us in the lake in a boat. Christy Walter, along with her husband, Brad, and their four kids, along with Mike and Sarah Walter, and Heather and Adam Walter and their three kids, plus Mom Beverly. That's the family component that will be the backdrop for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days on the Walter Grain Farms in Grelton, town of Milford, July 23rd through the 25th. You're going to hear a lot more about that show, obviously, as the dates approach. And you can always jump online now, wifarmtechnologydays.com. We'll give you all the details on what you can expect from the big show. All right. 
Tomorrow, we're catching up again with our man Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine. Don't forget on Friday, USDA going to give us a little bit of an estimate on how many acres they believe went under.